Mel Yummy Mummy Geriatric Mum? How the f*** did that happen? Hi, I'm Sally Wallace and welcome to my podcast, Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Okay, I know what you're thinking. Why the name? Well, it's a label that I've been slapped with recently, so I've decided to embrace it. But don't worry, it's not all sore nips and stretch marks from here onwards. As a former radio presenter, public speaker, and someone who's a huge advocate of keeping banter alive, each week I'll be sharing life observations with a twist, random questions, subject matters that'll blow your mind, like, do we really eat spiders in our sleep? Am I the only woman who walks around with crystals in her bra? And... Why is it that my husband's clothes and socks are so much more comfortable than my own? All gripping stuff. Find me on Instagram and Facebook at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Something has brought you here today, and I think it's because we're on the same vibration station. Thank you so much for having a listen. I really hope you enjoy it. Well, hello and welcome. Welcome, welcome. I feel like I've not welcomed for a while, so you're going to get a good welcoming off right now. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Do you know what I've been watching recently with Roman? Moana. Oh my God, it's fantastic. Have you seen Moana? It's such a lovely film. And Maui, Maui's song, welcome, welcome. It is awesome and we play it in the car and it's like a big old banger that gets cranked right up and Roman absolutely loves it it's such a good tune to be fair it really really is and at the end of it he gives you oh thank you so yeah it's a it's a very popular track in our house and I was listening to it the other day in the car and I thought my god I've not welcomed anybody off for a while I need to get that back on board bit of a Maui welcome anyway welcome to Adventures of a Geriatric Mum my name is Sally Wallace and this is my podcast I hope that you are well we have just celebrated Easter Uh, just the weekend just passed in the UK and it has been lovely. It's been honestly one of my favourite weekends so far this year because it's, um, I just prefer Easter. I do. I prefer Easter to Christmas all day. I think it's a culmination of the good weather, just the, the light evenings, the clocks have now gone forward in the UK and that makes such a massive difference as well. When the clocks have gone forward and it's lighter in the evenings, don't get me wrong, it's a nightmare to try and get the kids to bed, but it's just easier because they can play outside longer as long as it's not pissing down with rain. But it just, uh, it, you're going to probably have a go at me for being a bit woo-woo, but I just feel like there's a, just a better vibe and a better energy about Easter. I really do. And it just, I don't know, I, I just prefer it. I prefer Easter to Christmas thing I like about Christmas is all the lights. I love all the lights at Christmas. But the thing I like about Easter is the outdoors. It's just getting outdoors and just uh, everything's starting to bloom at the moment. And it's lovely. Um, yeah, I probably sound like somebody's gran right now, but <laughs> I don't care because the flowers look beautiful. <laughs> they really do. They really do. At this time of year, you've got loads of daffodils, which, oh, Sandra, hilarious. Whenever I've bought a bunch of daffodils in the past and my mum's come over, she went, oh, they look lovely, but they smell like piss. I don't really like And I used to go, oh, mum, don't be so... I can't believe you say that, mum. Daffodils, blah, 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 blah. But actually, she is right. They really do smell like piss. So I've not had any daffodils in the house this year, simply because mum was coming over for Sunday lunch anyway. And I think the last thing she wanted to smell was piss in the house. (laughs) And she was right. Have you ever sniffed them when they get a little bit old? It's when they get a bit older, the daffodils, they do smell a bit like piss. 
I meant, uh, and uh, yeah, and that's a show on that one. No, no, seriously, I bought some nice flowers. What have I had? I've had freesias and I've had some uh, tulips in the house. And yeah, I love this time of year. I really do. This is, uh, like I said, this is my favourite time of year anyway. And so I'm a bigger fan of Easter than Christmas. And we didn't really ever used to celebrate Easter like we do now when I was a kid. I mean, we went to church every Sunday um, when when I was growing up. So, and my sister and I would carry candles in the church, and we would be part of the procession up and down. It was we went to Church of England school, and so therefore it was a Christian church. So we would carry the cross or the the candles, but we didn't ever do an Easter egg hunt or anything like that. Everything was kind of on a Sunday. You went and you went to do we went to do, you went to church service in the morning, and then you had your Sunday lunch in the afternoon, and then you just played out. So this year, I thought, you know what, I'm going to organise an Easter egg hunt because the little hamlet that I live in. I mean, there's only about 40 odd houses around here anyway. And in the past few years, there's been like this huge surge of children and Romans included in that. So there's lots of kids around the age of four and three, two, five, yeah, that sort of area. So I just put it out there to the other mums in the village, you know, would anybody up be up for doing an Easter egg hunt? Three pound each, she would just get involved and they were all up for it. So I um, oh, put my Blue Peter skills and my Girl Guide skills to the test and organised an Easter egg hunt and it was mint. I was, I'm, I'm blowing my own trumpet and quite rightly so because it was really good event. It was, thank God it was really lovely weather anyway on the Sunday. But it was a 10 o'clock meetup, nine little dudes all involved with a little basket. And oh, me being thrifty, I'm not going to lie, I put in extra money as well because I really wanted it to be nice for the kids. So um, the Easter bunny, shall we say, uh, went and dropped off 10 boxes of Tupperware in the woods. So where I live, there's like a little woods behind me. It's very cute and it's very secluded. So I went and hid, uh, well, sorry, the Easter bunny went and hid 10 boxes of Tupperware filled with decent chocolate like not shit chocolate like nice chocolate so like Cadbury's and lint and kinder yeah this and haribo this i mean tell you what this easter bunny knew the score um oh and those malteser bunnies and those Kit Kat bunnies oh god yeah i'll tell you what it's a good easter egg hunt went and hidden in the woods went and hid in the woods and then 10 o'clock we all got together and then that was it we all sort of walked off into the woods it was lovely it was mums and dads kids grandparents um and the easter bunny left me clues as to where the next uh, find was with treats in it so it was really cute everybody got involved and it was just lovely just to get together and have a bit of a gathering and they've had some lovely messages from um, from local people to say thank you for organizing it but I'm not gonna lie I was in my freaking element I absolutely loved organizing that I absolutely loved it it was great Roman thoroughly enjoyed himself he wasn't in the slightest bit asked about um, finding the eggs he just wanted to get the biggest sticks in the world and um, to one point my son actually picked up a silver birch tree which had fallen over and was looking at me as if to say, can we take this on home, mothership? And I was like, Ro, that's a natural tree. Are you serious? He can pick it up. I shit you not. He can pick up a whole tree. Um, he is four now, but he has got the strength of a bear. Do you remember Brave Star? Strength of a bear. Um, yeah, that's Roman. In fact, have you ever seen Arnold Schwarzenegger's movie, which is called Commando, where at the beginning of it, he is sort of pictured with a huge like trunk of a tree on his shoulder 
And it's like, oh, get to the chopper. Like, I'm taking this home for firewood. And it's like an actual tree trunk, but not just like, a, it's like a full length tree, like a huge tree um, that he's taken home. Like, it's just like, he's just carrying home his shopping. That's Roman. That's Roman. I was like, Ro, you really can't take a tree home. Uh, no, he was very determined to drag this tree quite some distance. But do you know what? He had a field day and I'm not asked. As long as my son has enjoyed himself, perfect that's all i wanted um oh god you know what i'm really gonna really blow smoke up my ass not right now get this four o'clock in the morning easter sunday morning i came downstairs put the slow cooker on oh yeah check me out and chucked um the lamb shoulder in there so i bought a minted lamb shoulder from the butchers oh our butchers just mint uh oh <laughs> very apt um and then he he he, he, he minted it all for me in this seasoning and then all I had to do was just check, chuck it in the slow cooker. But we were having in-laws and my mum and dad over for lunch. So I whacked it in at about four o'clock in the morning. By about midday, oh, bang on. And I went back upstairs to bed after that. I did that at about 3.45. Went back to bed at four o'clock. Got up at about seven with Ro. Came downstairs. The dogs were salivating like, oh my God, it smelled so good. It was amazing. But I'm yes, I am blowing smoke up my own ass. But quite frankly, my skills are through the roof at the moment as a mothership. And this has taken some time to get back to the standard, I'd like to say. There's a lot of people who say, oh, baby brain. And yes, baby brain is real. It's real shit. But also don't expect to get your quick wittedness and your smarts back within the first year of having a child. It's taken me about four years to get it back. And uh, my husband can back me up on that one because... um. I mean, God, I used to, you know, I used to, oh, I'm just throwing my pen across the room. Apologies, room. Um, I used to, I mean, I worked in a car showroom where I was pretty much, there was only about three women that worked in sales and the rest were all guys, like 14 men. And so the banter was through the roof. So you had to be on your, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> yes, I've really got it back, as you can tell. <laughs> no, you always had to be like ready to to react and be really quick oh my god I could put down the biggest of men and then once I'd had a child for some reason I was like (laughs) just couldn't say anything quick at all it would just take me ages to get it all out my mouth but four years on I feel as though I'm starting to get it back now. Yeah, I'm getting it back. Anyway, scored massive mum and wife points at the weekend. It was brilliant. By the time lunchtime came around, my folks were over, my in-laws were over, and we had a really, really lovely Easter lunch. Cracking Easter Sunday. Oh, and I'll tell you what I bought, um, which is a really good idea. If you, if you like doing like a Sunday dinner and you like, uh, uh, you know, like, you de- like decorating your table, I bought a piece of artificial grass for the table runner. Yes. I know. And it looked mint. It was amazing. It just looked so cool. I, it sort of went down the center of the table and it was like this bit of artificial grass. And I put some little chickens in it and some little eggs as a, you know, just for decoration for Easter. And it was really lovely. And everyone was like, oh, where'd you get your table on the front? Amazon. It was about 12 quid. But to me, it was worth it. And Scott's like, you're never going to use that again. Ugh, watch this space. I'll be able to use it again. Of course I will. I might be able to drag it out for Christmas, to be honest with you. Or in the summer, if we do a barbecue, fabulous. Get it outside on the outdoor table. So yeah, I did the table and everything. But I, uh, I'm i a much bigger fan of Easter. I just prefer it, I think. I love, like I say, I love all the lights of Christmas. But I just, I think I prefer the light evenings of Easter and the outdoor activities. That's what I really, really love is just getting outside. And the Easter egg hunt to me just 
topped it off. That's what I really preferred was just getting outside. And I'm, I lived in my wellies myself till I was about 18. So it's absolutely no surprise that Roman just loves being in his wellies and just being in the outdoors. So yeah, fabulous weekend. I hope you had a lovely weekend too as well and take, actually took some time out for yourself uh, because uh, I am exhausted. <laughs> I'm exhausted and I've actually suddenly reignited my love of coffee out of nowhere. Oh my God. God, I used to love coffee. I used to love coffee and a cigarette and a poo in the morning. And now it's just coffee. And that's it, really. (laughs) But I didn't realise how much I'd missed it. Um, But yeah, it really does keep you awake. (laughs) That makes you smile, actually, quite a bit, to be fair. Um, So, yes. Oh, by the way, if you hear me sort of tapping stuff like this, um, I've got a new muff. So um, if you listen to the last episode, um, you all know that Roman, who is my son, not my dog, actually ate the muff off of my microphone and the muff there she is uh, stops me from spitting everywhere and kind of prevents me from popping too much on the microphone but he actually ate it um because it must have tasted good which is strange because not there's like certain people don't like the feel of sponge in their hands do they and that's what the muff is basically it's like a spongy thing that you stick over your microphone but roman loved it that feeling and some people don't like the feeling of like cotton wool or this might be making you cringe right now in fact oh i don't know cotton wool in your teeth or sponge in your teeth and it's like getting that squeaky kind of feeling in fact i used to work with a guy who couldn't cope with the feel of baby wipes he used to get really upset around a baby wipe and i mean seriously quite physically upset about touching the baby wipe or you know like any of those wipes that you have for like surfaces he would get like it would really make him you know when you can't make a fist and you're a bit like oh cringe so yeah uh, roman actually ate the ate it he was i could i was watching him, I went, roman roman take it in your mouth oh my god and he was rubbing it between his teeth like that but he just loved the feeling of that sponge in his mouth which i find really weird because it's like so no, not for me, son. But did you enjoy it? Thanks, another eight quid. <laughs> I have to go and get myself a new muff. So this one's going to get protected and locked away so it doesn't get eaten. But yes, it's it's crazy watching him and some of the things that he picks up. Um, and I think, oh, that's going to feel weird. Oh, it's going, oh, it's going, it's going in, it's going, yeah, there you go. And he licks things, which I think is wonderful because whatever, you know, what a wonderful way to sort of discover stuff. And recently, this is amazing, So Roman turned four in February and he's never really had the most wonderful relationship with the dogs. He's kind of just like, oh God, who are those two hairy people that live in the house? Um, He's never, there's a mum and dad. And no, he's, he's never really had that sort of love for the dogs. He's kind of tolerated them. Oh my goodness, recently he has been as good as gold with them. I mean, he's kicked them up the arse before, which is like, no, gentle, gentle, gentle hands. Be gentle like you do with your kids. Um, and recently he has just been amazing, especially with honey, like really with honey, because honey is grumpy. She's 14. She's 14 in two weeks. Oh my God, I can't believe it. And she doesn't really tolerate a lot of adults, to be fair. Um, but I caught him. He went and sat in her bed the other day and he was gently, 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 as gently as Roman can be, stroking her. He was tapping her on the head and then he started picking her ears and stroking her ears. And then he actually shoved his finger as far in his ear as he possibly could. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, no, 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 no. Take it out, take it out, take it out. But honey loved it. She was like, oh, thank you, Roman. And she was like leaning into it going like this. So yeah, he's got a kind of really lovely with the dogs, which is actually wonderful. So anyway, yeah, I think Milo still gets his tail pulled every now and again, but it's just... 
a huge change recently and to me a massively welcome change as well because you know I've had my dogs for years I mean I've literally had Honey since she was four weeks old and Milo since she was five weeks old and they're both pensioners now so it's actually so, and people say oh you can't have dogs and kids together and I remember being pregnant somebody saying to me so are you going to get rid of the dogs now you're having a baby and I, I just can't even believe that somebody would do that so no I wouldn't even dream of getting rid of the dogs and they say don't get animals and kids together but I don't know how you function in your house, but for us, we've always wanted Roman to be raised with animals. We've always wanted him to kind of understand animals and love animals and look after them. And that's exactly what's happening now. It's taken a while, but it's it's really lovely to see your kids and your dogs. Like, well, the, my, our son and our dogs get on really well. It's like it's just lovely, honestly. That's actually a bit of a mummy moment just there. I could quite happily sit and cry about that, you know. Um, but it is. It's really sweet, uh, especially as he's now started to enjoy walking them on the lead as well. Um, and he and he loves it when they run around him. You know, when they're off the lead and they're pl- playing and they're chasing each other. He absolutely loves it. It's a real buzz for him. Um, in fact, I can't believe that my son starts school in September it's it's scary and it's well it's scaring the life out of me anyway and I never imagined and I never I didn't really understand until I had Roman about the process about choosing a school as well and we're in the month of April now so this is the month where we now uh, discover which school our you know our children are going to if they're going to be starting school in September and it's just like the strangest process because for me you know, uh, I could only imagine, you know, you go and have a look at schools and then you pick the schools that you want and then the schools decide. But no, it's got nothing to do with that, apparently. Apparently, you go and have a look at the schools, you go onto the open days, then you have to go onto the county council website for whatever area that you're in. And then the county council decide which school your child is going to go to. Well, where's the sense in that? It just, it doesn't make sense to me. I'm the only person who thinks that this is the most stupid process. It just doesn't seem right because, I mean, I've, I know exactly which school I want him to go to, to be honest with you, and, I, and he better get in there, quite frankly. Um, and I've been and met the headmistress and I've been and met uh, like Roman's potential reception teacher. And I've been I've been there about three times now and I absolutely love this school and I really want him to go to this school. But there's no guarantee, even though when I've taken and he's even had a look at it as well. I've even taken Roman to go and see it, too. So there's actually no guarantee that he is going to go to that school because it's chosen by somebody who's completely unassociated with myself and the, the school people, like the, the headmistress and the team that work there. Look, am I, I, surely I cannot be the only mum who thinks that this is just like a, a process that just isn't effective. It, it, to me, it just seems really strange the way it's done. Really, really strange the way it's done. And this whole waiting process... I never imagined that I would be this, not necessarily on edge, but concerned, which I am. I'm just like, shit, you better get into that school. You really better get into that school. And I've seen posts on Facebook from previous years before I had Roe of like, oh my God, like, like Melissa's got into the school and Katie's got into the school. Thank God. I'm so happy. Oh, it's been horrendous. I'm in tears and blah, blah, blah. And I've been like, oh, get over yourself for God's sake. What are you getting excited for? Um, I now understand the pain. I completely get it because you just have no control, do you? And this is where I just think 
it, it just doesn't seem like an effective route. Maybe I'm maybe I'm the only person who thinks like this. Maybe everyone's like, oh no, it's fine, blah blah blah. But no, if you I tell you what, if you are somebody who's like, no, I totally agree. I would love to hear from you. Just follow me on social media if you're not already. I'm on Facebook. It's Adventures of a Geriatric Mum and Instagram as well. Exactly the same, Adventures of a Geriatric Mum, because it just seems like a crazy ass system to me. Um. And just a little bit distant, I think, for parents. It's almost like you're taking your children to go and have a look at these schools. You're building a relationship with the people and the teachers in these schools. You're like, oh, yes, I really want to go here. And then the teachers are building a relationship with you. And they're thinking, oh, I hope you get in here. And then who who else decides? Someone else. Yeah, it's not right, is it? It's not. It's not. Look at me. It just doesn't seem right. It seems completely freaking bizarre, if you ask me. In the meantime, I think I'll just have to take my frustrations out on the gym. Oh, I am back in the gym. It has taken me nearly four months to get my ass back in the gym. By about December, I'd lost some seriously good weight and I was well happy with myself because I've been intermittent fasting. And then I've continued the intermittent fasting, but mainly with cake, mainly with cake biscuits and all sorts of shit that I really shouldn't be eating. So therefore, no results. Um, and I've just been feeling a bit sorry for myself. So I thought, you know what? I'm not one of these people who's like, oh yes, I don't know how I've put on weight. <laughs> I used to be a bit like, I've not got a clue why I'm so big at the moment. Three nights on the booze, cheesy chips and gravy afterwards. Um, yeah, so I've just thought, right, you know what, Sally, stop it. I've had a word with myself, got back on my Peloton, started my weights again. And oh my God, that feeling, you know, when you start to do exercise again, and you've not done it for such a long time. That's what I dread is that hurt. And I'm like, I'm going to dread it. I I'm know for a fact it's going to feel great when I've done it. But it's just that initial trying to sit on the toilet after you've done a squat for the first time in four months. And that is just, in fact, I fell on the toilet um, last week when I, because <laughs> literally my legs were so sore. <laughs> trying to pull my pants down because I really want to get back into a nice thong, right? <laughs> this might be a bit of an overshare. <laughs> But since having Roman, I've really not been wearing the nicest of underwear. And I used to love buying underwear. I used to love buying matching bra and matching knickers. And I, I really enjoyed wearing thongs. Because I live in leggings, I always have a VPL, like a full-on visible panty line because my knickers are quite big. I thought, you know what? This ass needs to get back in shape again so I can wear a nice thong. So I've been and bought myself some nice thongs. And I thought, right, now time to tighten those buttocks up a little bit. So I started squatting again. I said to myself, I won't take it too harsh. I obviously didn't listen to myself. I I did a stupid amount of squats. And then literally within the next day or two, I was like, and that's just trying to sit on the toilet, not even trying to do anything on it. It's just that pain, isn't it? And that's what I've been dreading. That's which is pathetic, but that's probably what's been putting me off getting actually getting my ass in the gym is the fact that I know for a fact to get the results that I want, I'm going to have to, you know, I'm going to have to hurt again for a little bit. But, you know, I've done three, four days straight now on my Peloton and then started the squats back up again, which is good. So yeah, I'm feeling a lot better, feeling so much better for it. And it's it, it, it's the weather. I'm telling you, I have I really have started to understand that I'm not one of these people who can be kept in the dark for too long. And I've said this to Scott, my husband, I said, right, this Christmas, we really need to try and take a break at some point in the sunshine because last winter was dark and it was just too dark for me and I I need to get out in the sun a little bit more I'm a happier person I think I'm a nicer person as well to be honest with you I I think he'd probably agree with me on that one and um and and, this 
fucking fly in this office. That's the... Right, okay, take back. The only thing that bothers me about the spring and the summer in the UK are the flies at the moment. Since when did we become a country that had so many flies? I do not know what is going on, but we've got bloody flies in our house. And I don't know if you follow me on Instagram, but I had a spider that lived in the utility room. I think I've mentioned this before. His name was Terry. He lived in the corner of the window. He was there for nearly a year. Nearly a year, Terry was. He lived in the corner of the window in the utility room. He caught every fly, everything. He caught wasps, everything. He was amazing. And he passed away a couple of months ago. And I was devastated. So, well, I think everybody was quite happy that I cleaned the window finally because I wouldn't let anybody touch the window because Terry was in the corner. Um, Since Terry's passed away... We've got more flies than ever. So I've tried to get some fly paper. Oh, it's vile. It's sticky, vile shit that has to hang in the house. And it's just like, horrible. I think I'd rather eat sponge with Roman. Um, It's just, uh, it it, it doesn't really work. You know, it gets a few, but it doesn't get that many. So whatever you can use or whatever you'd suggest to get rid of flies, please let me know because they piss me off so much. And they are the vilest of little creatures. They vomit and shit on things, don't they? They're just not nice flies. They're horrible. So yeah, <laughs> I'm having a good old rant. Do you know what? Thanks. I really enjoyed that. I needed to get off my chest because the flies have been pissing me right off. So yeah, any suggestions to get rid of flies? I don't really want to use one of these toxic sprays, but quite frankly, it seems to be the only thing that works. That or whipping them with a tea towel. That also works as well. Or trying to get a terry. So from somebody who used to be petrified, and I mean petrified of big spiders, I'm now looking for them to put them back in the window to see if they'll take over Terry's place just to keep the flies away. <laughs> Honestly, if you, I'm not joking. If you have a problem with flies, get yourself a terry. It was the best thing that ever happened. To <laughs> I can't even believe I'm speaking like that. <laughs> get yourself a spider, love. <laughs> Right, that's enough advice for me from one week. Anyway, listen, I hope you had a wonderful week. I'm, I'm completely aware that I've not been around for a while, but my muff's been broken, and quite frankly, I've not been up to it. But do stay in touch with me. I'm on Instagram. It's at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum, and I'll certainly try and post a little bit more often. Uh, it's been a very, very busy few weeks for me, and actually, in the next couple of episodes, I will explain why. So make sure that you watch this space. Thank you so much for taking a listen to my podcast. Find me on Instagram and Facebook at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum, where there's a link to the podcast that you can share with all your friends. After all, sharing is caring, and you and I are best friends now. <laughs>